Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous humans, and welcome to the latest episode of Self-Styled Life with me, your host, Janelle Wiesack. If this is the very first episode you've listened to, thank you for being here. I'm so happy you've joined us. I really hope you enjoy what you hear. And if you're a regular listener, again, thank you. Know that I deeply, deeply appreciate the fact that you keep coming back to be with me. Today I get to do one of my favourite types of episodes and that's answering a listener question. Like I always say, I'd much prefer to answer your questions than guess what you'd like to know about or get support on. So if you have a question or there's a topic you'd like me to chat about, make sure you let me know. You can email me or send me a DM on social media. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Now, the listener who requested today's episode happens to know me well enough to have been able to ask me about the topic while we were chatting one day. And to tell you the truth, it was probably more of a tell than an ask. The conversation went something like, I think you should talk more about the French stuff on the podcast. Why don't you talk about how France has shaped you as a leader? Now, in full transparency, my first thought was, but I don't think it has. My love of France is quite separate from my coaching or my corporate work. However, years of being coached have taught me to dig deeper than that. Our lives are never fully compartmentalised and how we do one thing is usually how we do most things. So I've sat with the question for a little while and I've realised that France and my love of French culture has influenced my leadership more than I immediately thought. And so now... I'm ready to answer my lovely listener's question in what should be a nice, sharp little episode. But before I get into how France has influenced my leadership, let me give you the backstory on my love affair with France, just in case you haven't heard this story before. I'd always had a passing interest in France, but this interest grew into a full-blown obsession after spending October all the way back in 2008 in Paris and Provence with my husband Scotty and our son. We fell in love with the people, the culture, the architecture, the food, the wine. Basically, we fell in love with everything about the place. From that very first trip, Scotty and I were confirmed Francophiles and have chosen to brave that 24-hour flight from Melbourne, Australia to France so many times. We try to visit at least annually, if not more regularly, or at least we did pre-COVID, but we've even managed to squeeze in a trip back to France since then. 
Anyway, apart from the amazing travel experience, all of these visits have given me stacks of practical experience when it comes to things like planning and packing for our trips. I started sharing all of my best tips and some of our fine art photography um, photos of France basically on Distant Francophile, a blog that I've been running for almost 10 years now. So with all of that as context, let's get into the ways that France has shaped my leadership and my confidence for that matter. And I feel like we should start with the most obvious spot, which is style. Because I'm not sure I'd even be in a leadership role if I hadn't been inspired by French style. Over the years, as we travelled all over France, I became absolutely fascinated with understanding how French women could be so chic. But in the early days, I realised I was absolutely clueless when it came to style, let alone French flair. I had no idea how French women put themselves together so effortlessly, and I was desperate for just a little bit of the inherent style confidence that I saw time and time again on French streets. Somehow, somewhere deep down inside, I understood that if I could develop confidence in the style space, it would impact my confidence in every area of my life. You see, I'd often held myself back because I didn't think I looked the part. I spent way too much time comparing my outfits to other people's outfits, and I always told myself a story that everything I wore was wrong. It was holding me back on my leadership journey for at least two reasons and potentially more. The first reason was really obvious. I wouldn't let myself show up or allow myself to be visible. I didn't feel I looked the part, so I didn't play the part. And the second is more of an energy thing. I wasn't comfortable with myself, and I was inadvertently teaching everyone else to be uncomfortable with me too. I decided to throw myself at the problem, and I enrolled in styling courses in both Australia and London, qualifying as a certified style coach. Yep, my first coaching qualifications were all style-related. Style coaching goes further than being a stylist, although we were trained to style. But style coaching, as the name suggests, also uses coaching skills to help humans get comfortable with their own choices when it comes to style. It was these qualifications that meant I ditched the corporate suits and stopped my endless comparisonitis. For a long time, I adopted the French uniform, uh, inverted commas there of course, of skinny jeans, blazers and heels. These days I dress for how I want to feel throughout my day, so I'll make clothing choices based on what I'm doing on any given day. Some days you'll still find me wearing a blazer, although I'm much more likely to wear flats now. On days when I'm creating or recording, I'll go for a much more eclectic outfit, something that makes me feel creative, and like the French, I don't wear active wear unless I'm actively exercising. I choose my outfits intentionally to help me get the most out of my day. One of my most popular podcasts last year was episode 14, where I talked about how style and confidence are linked. If you're interested, make sure you go back and learn more about how I think your style can underpin your confidence. Okie so the next French thing that has impacted my leadership is quality. I love the fact that the French are completely committed to the very best of everything. I find their dedication to quality both fascinating and inspirational. It's one of the things I love most about the French. In their world, food has to be spot on, regardless of whether they are dishing up a simple meal of ham, cheese and bread, or indulging in a celebration dinner. A lacklustre wine won't be drunk, 
or even purchased in the first place. And high-quality clothing is a must. With closet space at a premium, French women cannot afford to let any old thing into her wardrobe. And as a result, I continually try to upgrade the quality of every area of my own life as well. I want everything I deliver to be excellent. I aim for excellence in every interaction and in everything I put out in the wild. That doesn't mean I always hit excellence, not by a long shot, but excellence is always my intention. And you'll note that I'm aiming for excellence rather than perfection. Perfection doesn't exist in my world, otherwise there's no room for the continual growth and learning that I'm always aspiring for. If you're looking to up the quality of things in your own life, I have a couple of tips for you. Tip one is get clear on what quality means to you. It's similar to the success conversation we had a little while back. From a work perspective, that means thinking about the standards that you set for yourself and your team and continually refining what great work looks like for you and setting your expectations to match. My second tip is to be ready to change your mindset and your habits. If speed or brevity have been your go-to behaviours until now, it might take a minute to get used to striving for quality. You might be surprised, though, at how quickly both your results and your satisfaction climbs when you put quality at the forefront of everything you do. Alright, on to the third and final area where France and French culture have impacted my leadership, and that's in the area of personal brand. Now, a brand is something we have whether we're conscious and deliberate about it or not. How we show up and how we're perceived by others, including our peers, colleagues and leaders, is the brand that we have. Like most things in life, I'd prefer to be intentional about what I'm sharing with the world rather than leaving things to chance. And if you want to see the best in branding, you don't have to look any further than the French. So many of the world's most well-known luxury brands are French, and these brands are desired regardless of what's happening in the market or the world in general. Think names like Chanel, Dior and Louis Vuitton. Even more modern, less luxurious French brands like Cezanne, which makes very chic clothing, are coveted all around the world. But fashion isn't the only area where the French put on a branding masterclass. You see it in their cookware and in their top hotels and in their champagne houses. Every detail is considered, always and in all of the ways. And you know exactly what to expect when you interact with these brands. They are incredibly consistent. There's no flip-flopping. There's no bargaining. They do their thing knowing they're good at what they do and they expect people to pay for it. They value what they are putting out into the world. But because they're French and the French honour quality, they also live up to their side of the bargain by delivering an excellent product. No matter how desirable a brand is, they won't remain successful if they don't put a quality product into the hands of their buyers. When I think of my own brand, I really do try to show up as consistently as I can in both corporate and coaching. As I said earlier, I aim for excellence and professionalism in everything I do. I know where I add value and I personally value the contribution that I make and I remain very clear on how I want to show up for every interaction. Now, because I'm human, my execution does not always match my intention, unfortunately, but at least I have something to aim for, and I know not everyone will agree that my brand actually demonstrates all of these facets or that I'm the brand for them, and that's okay, because no brand is for everyone, and for the people that I'm right for, I'm very right for. What's more important is me actually being intentional about what I'm putting out into the wild. 
And if you ever get feedback on your brand and how you show up in the world, it pays to remember that feedback says as much about the person giving it as it does about the person receiving it. You can make tweaks off the back of feedback if it resonates with you, but it might be that you do nothing with the feedback others give you other than to understand a little bit more about a human in your world. If you'd like to spend some time thinking about what your leadership identity and brand look like, make sure you check out my ultra-small group program, Lead With Ease. How we show up as a leader is one of the six core components we deep dive into in this program. We also look at setting your success criteria, building boundaries, dealing with conflict, and getting the most out of your team. And like I said, we deep dive into all of these things. We go way beyond the category headings. Have you ever considered that you might be mothering your team and what to do about it if you are? What about how downtime actually makes you better at your job? This program isn't simply running through some slides and we're one and done. This is an opportunity to really explore some different topics and embodying your next leadership evolution in a safe space. If this sounds like something that you'd like to be a part of, you'll find all of the details over on www.janellewiesack.com. And we would love to have you join us. Okay, fabulous humans, there we have it. Three key areas where my love of all things French has influenced my leadership. To quickly recap them again, they are number one, style, number two, branding, and number three, quality. I really hope this episode has given you some things to think about today and the things that influence your own leadership. I'll be back very soon with another episode of Self-Styled Life. But until then, please, please stay fabulous. Bye for now.